Welcome in to this week's recruiting breakdown. We're doing a live stream today. Uh, hello, my name is Jerry Hamilton here with Justin Wells, both of Inside Texas and On3. We're going to be joined uh, in a few minutes by special guest Keith Niebuhr of Gators Online. Uh, the On3 site has a great YouTube channel as well. It covers Florida. We're going to talk from the Florida perspective on Jarrett Gibson, DeAndre Robinson. Um, and look, Texas, Florida recruiting a bunch of common players that are going to in the future, uh, Keith's recovered recruiting in the SEC region for, oh, I don't know, 15 years at this point. So we'll get some of his thoughts here in about 10 minutes. Uh, but, uh, Deer Mountain, Colorado, I hadn't seen that one before. That's pretty cool, uh, checking in from that. Uh, Justin, we're going to cover a lot of questions today, take a lot of questions. Uh, but, you know, we first thing we want to start with, obviously, I'm going to hit on Brandon Baker. Then I'll get into the piece you uh, published this morning on the visitors list for this weekend, how we published. Happened. That was a team effort. We published. <laughs> um, but Brandon Baker commits to Texas, and I know we got probably another 24 hours to really talk about this since he's committed Sunday night. Uh, but five-star offensive tackle on a modern day. Uh, there's a lot that goes into this recruitment. One, Oregon was a big favorite early. Texas beat Oregon, but it was really Ohio State who was number two at the end. Oregon third, Nebraska fourth. Uh, he really liked Nebraska, but they just weren't in a position to win this recruitment. But Kyle Flood's resume on the offensive line was huge here, as well as Texas moving to the SEC. This SEC move carries a lot of weight, not just from Texas to Florida and up into the Carolinas, but in Southern California for those kids that aren't interested in going to the Big Ten to play football. Um, and, and not that Baker didn't have interest in the Big Ten. Obviously, he liked Ohio State. Oregon was moving there. I think he liked the idea of being in the SEC, but it was really Kyle Flood's development. Steve Sarkeesian obviously has a lot of connections at modern day. On the uh, father's side, on Baker's family's father's side, they have family living in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. On the mom's side, obviously they are um, related distantly to the Akana family. So there was a lot for Texas, a lot of boxes that were checked throughout this recruitment, spring game, then June official visit. But – now with Baker in the fold, Texas will take a swing at DeAndre Carter this weekend. Four-star offensive guard committed to Auburn, committed to Auburn over Texas and Michigan State September 3rd. He is coming in with both parents this weekend for an official visit for the Texas-Kansas game. Obviously, that is pretty huge for Texas that he's been committed less than a month and he's still making that official visit to Texas. For those wondering, Brandon Baker is not scheduled to be in this weekend um, with DeAndre Carter. This is just DeAndre Carter and his family. But that commitment out at modern day, huge for Texas in 24 and moving forward, 2025, Jordan Davis and Marcus Harris, 26 linebacker, Sean Scott, arguably the most talented program in the country. Uh, Justin, um, you know, you posted Intel piece this morning on Inside Texas. First, give the latest on the Ryan Wingo news because obviously people want to hear that. Uh, it's Ryan Wingo, it's Kobe Black. It's DeAndre Carter, Solomon Williams is guys that people want to know about. I have DeAndre Robinson, which we'll save that one, and Jarrett Gibson. But uh, what you posted this morning, latest on Ryan Wingo, plus kind of a little bit of the early visitors list for this weekend. Yeah. Um, as of a few days ago, Ryan Wingo was set to, to, to head to Boulder this weekend for the USC Colorado game. You know, that first three weeks of the season, Deion Sanders and the Buffaloes, they, they, they built up some prime time uh, – recruiting uh momentum man they've got a lot cam coleman 
is actually the Texas A&M wide receiver commit five-star. He's supposed to be in Boulder this weekend as well. Uh, caught up with, with with the Wingos this morning. Ryan is no longer taking that visit this weekend to, to Colorado. There is a possibility that they can reschedule it. They've talked about potentially for December, but my gut tells me this probably won't get rescheduled. Not that the, the loss to Oregon knocked any shine off of what Colorado was doing, but at the end of the day, um, I, I don't know if that would have been a fit to begin with. And you had mentioned, you know, Ryan wanting to play in the SEC. I think that really is is a staple of this recruitment. And yeah. so, but no, right now that 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 can't that that trip's canceled. I was gonna say I'd bet I'd bet the house on there being an SEC logo on his jersey in in college. It's, it's always like, been one in his house. Yeah, I mean it's look, I mean it's there. It, it, the question is, is Texas are gonna is it gonna be Texas or Missouri? Uh, I think we both feel pretty good about Texas chances right now. Got to finish that one through. Yep. 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 Latest on Kobe Black. Then get also. Into- oh, real quick, real quick. Yep. Wingo, I, I do. I would not be surprised to see Brian Wingo and possibly his father in Dallas next weekend for Texas OU. There you, know, you go. There you go. Now, I think that visitor list is going to be uh, pretty spectacular for that game. Um, so yeah, Kobe Black. Latest there, Justin. Uh, Kobe Black, five star corner out of Waco Connolly. Again, it seems just a matter of time for these guys. We don't believe December is going to end up being the timeline for any of those guys. Uh, There's Sam asking Kobe Black must be committing soon. Well, we don't have the exact timeline, but we still think Texas is in a really good spot. Yeah, this one right now, Kobe's kind of laying low. You know, he had had a few trips scheduled in September, and he'd canceled them. And as we had reported and spoke about, I don't, I don't think those are going to get rescheduled. I really don't. And I've the last few updates I've had were sources around that program telling me Kobe's getting close. Kobe's getting close. I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> all I'm going to say is Texas is doing the best job of all the schools. Colin Simmons has made Kobe Black a priority. Yeah, and I love where Texas and Kobe Black sit today. So just be patient because uh, I, I think it pretends to some goodness. Also, don't be surprised if Kobe Black's in Dallas next weekend for Texas OU. I agree with that. Uh, you will be taking your uh, uh, questions here, so get your questions in. We'll be answering questions. Obviously, Keith Niebuhr from Gators Online will be joining us here shortly. We're going to kind of get the Florida perspective on Jarrett Gibson, DeAndre Robinson, because look, here's the thing. Moving forward, there's going to be a ton of recruiting battles in the southeast region, that state of Florida where Keith lives down in Tampa, uh, covering Florida. Uh, but right now, I want to take a second for our sponsor before we bring Keith in. That is Goosehead Insurance. Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. They're the sole sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown Weekly. Uh, there are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead's the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or call him at 325-261-7127. Again, thank you to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Um, again, people, we're going to be taking all your questions. we got a lot of time here taking all the recruiting questions. Uh, right now, we're going to bring in Keith Niebuhr. There he is. So I'm, I'm, I'm no longer the best golfer on this live stream. Uh, 
<laughs> for those who haven't seen Keith, sometimes he'll do a live stream from the driving range. Uh, I haven't watched one of those, but I have seen some clips. Keith, hey, by the way, yeah, by the way, I may need Goosehead's number. I'm on the hook for a $9,000 apartment fire. Okay. <laughs> I could have used them, believe me. Uh, yeah, everything's good down here in, uh, in Florida. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on and all of a sudden things got interesting in these Florida, <laughs> Florida, Texas recruiting battles. I, I guess we'll Pretty be quickly. doing each other's YouTubes for the next few years, Keith. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, first tell everybody where they can find you. I see there, but tell everybody where they can find your work before we get into Jared. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously gatorsonline.com. We're in the same network, but the YouTube just, just, just search gators online. We did a, we've done a couple of recruiting shows in the last, 24, 48 hours on flip targets. And we went in depth on DeAndre and Jared Gibson. And obviously we're going to do that here, but if you want more context, that'd be a good place to go. We appreciate everybody, whether you're a Florida fan or a Texas fan, we, we appreciate all the, uh, all the, uh, the traffic. So, and so Keith, good you know, it's funny. This is, it's funny that we get to talk about these guys because we made trip to IMG and Orlando Jones in the spring back to back days, right? We talked yeah. to the same guys. We saw the same guys. Um, just obviously, this was Jarrett Gibson's second trip to Florida this season. Um, yeah. DeAndre Robinson's first. I'll let you start with Jarrett Gibson, just kind of from the Florida side, what you guys are hearing, what you're thinking on Jarrett Gibson's recruitment right now. Well, I guess the first thing people should remember, if they didn't already, and you got a smart audience, I know that, and and uh, was he was committed to Florida at one time. He's from Gainesville. He attended Gainesville High, which historically has been a great high school for Florida Gator players. And, and also, can I point out Tom Petty went to Gainesville High. Jerry, I gotta, I gotta talk music. Hey, Sorry about Tom Petty went to the dream. <laughs> Tom Petty went to Gainesville High. Steven Stills from Crosby Stills, Nash and Young. He went to Gainesville High. Don Felder, who wrote the uh, of the Eagles, you know, wrote right. Hotel, Hotel California, the music. I know. He went to Gainesville High and one more. Bernie Ledden, an original founding member of the Eagles, went to Gainesville High. So that school, though, is a Gator. School historically, hell of a Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be Portis. a musical industry. Some guys have left though, Clinton Portis, but being one who played at Miami. But Jarek started at Gainesville High, they're not very good right now. They're you know, kind of a program in rebuild, and now he's at IMG. So he was at one time committed to Florida, but he committed, I believe, to the previous staff. Yeah. Okay, Dan Mullen. Not long after Billy Napier and company got there, a few months later, he decommitted, opened things back up. I don't think it was a slight against Florida. It's like, Hey, there's a new coaching staff. I got to get to know them. They got to get to know me. And, uh, in that part, at that point, we didn't hear much about Florida for a while. And then he committed to Texas over the summer, but Florida needs a second running back in the class. And in recruiting Jerry and Justin, you know, we're always talking about domino effect, right? So Florida had two running backs committed. They had two in this class, Kane and Daniels out of Mississippi, who's having a big season and a kid named Chauncey Bowens, who plays at Palm Beach Benjamin, and his coach is former Gator quarterback Eric Cresser, who Jerry knows really well. Yeah. Well, he flipped to Georgia over the summer, so that opened up a spot. At first, Florida was thinking, hey, let's just wait and go into the portal. Let's just go. It's not a great running back class nationally. Let's just go in the portal. But, you know, they've got uh, their two running backs on the team, Montrell Johnson and Trevor Etienne. Well, Johnson could go pro after this year, and Etienne would only have one season left. So, it might hurt you if you just do a one run, running back class from the high school rank. So they thought about it, thought about it some more, and said, let's try to get a second running back and focus on flip targets. Uh, Jaden Baugh, who's committed to Arkansas, is one. I know I'm going on and on here. But Jared Gibson obviously would be your main guy. So yeah. he's been to Florida the last two weeks. We finally got to your question. Uh, the Tennessee game, they had a lot of people there. So you're going to get people to that game. 
The fact he was at the Charlotte game this past weekend would seem to be an eye opener. It seemed to, you know, catch your attention. But remember, IMG had an off week. I believe he was home all week. He was. So it wasn't, you know, on the surface, it, it seems like maybe more than it is. So Florida thinks that they're just going to keep trying to chip away and hope for the best. I don't, I wouldn't say they're like overly optimistic though, unless the, you know, they're just kind of keeping their, those thoughts to themselves. But uh, look, they, Heath told me after the game, I don't want to do interviews. He was very polite. Uh, but he also said, I said, well, do they have a shot? Do they have, all I needed is Florida have any shot at all? He goes, oh, they have a shot. So that's where we're at right now. I mean, my gut says his relationship with Tashard Choice, the yeah. fact he's been committed to Texas for a while. Texas is a hot school right now. Texas is recruiting very well in Florida. And if you don't know where Gainesville is, it's not in central, central Florida, but it's what they call north central Florida. So kind of that same region, you know, 90 minutes from Orlando. And so my sense is that, you know, Texas probably is still in good shape. But if you're Florida, keep trying to get them back on campus. Here's the only thing, though. They only have three more home games, guys. It was a weird year where Florida's only got six home games because they play, They have that neutral site game. You guys are familiar yeah. with those. So they Jacksonville, the Georgia game, is a home game. But only six in Gainesville. And then they played at Utah. So they don't have, uh, it, they don't have this dynamic home schedule. But what they're shooting for now is they've got a blackout jersey game November 4th against Arkansas. There'll be a lot of recruits there. And then FSU at the end of the season, which probably very well could be unbeaten coming to Florida field behind me. And so that's what they're shooting for. Get him back on campus. Get him thinking more and more about it. They do run the ball well at Florida. Uh, you know, you just they're just trying to open his eyes a little bit more each time he's there. But listen, he does feel comfortable there. All his friends and family are in Gainesville. Make no mistake. But uh, he does seem fairly solid to Texas right now, talking about Gibson. Yeah, the other uh, target, uh, obviously, for the common target for Texas and Florida is DeAndre Robinson. Mm -hmm. uh, this one's different because he showed up unannounced on Saturday, <laughs> at least yeah. to the Texas staff. Um, so when you show up unannounced, that tends to grab people's attention a little bit more, Keith. Uh, yeah. What's kind of being said from you guys, the side on DeAndre Robinson right now? And I, I obviously, I think you'll get up to see him soon. And I was yeah. just there last week, by the way. <laughs> Did he mention the visit to you? He did not. <laughs> I want to get to this one at some point, Jerry, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because, you know, if you're Florida, well, first of all, let's go back to his recruitment. He grew up a Gator fan, right, DeAndre yeah. Robinson, and he's right down the road. And his head coach, I mean, the Texas fans don't know all these Florida former Florida players, but his, former, his coach is former Gator running back turned defensive back, Elijah Williams, who also yeah. played in the NFL. And Elijah Williams was a key, key member of Florida's very first national championship team under Steve Spurrier in 1996. So they've got the Gator ties there. Uh, and then obviously he grew up a fan. And Florida has a big need on the defensive line. Just a few weeks ago, Makai Burrow, a three-star defensive tackle, zero technique, nose guard guy, 390 pounds, Jerry. <laughs> he decommitted from Florida. So they only have one true defensive lineman in the class right now. Okay. They had a hell of a defensive line class last year. But if you want to reach the upper echelon of college football again, you got to keep doing that every year, right? You can't just, hey, one great year defensive line class next year, so-so, next year after that really good. No, they've got to, to, to reach where Alabama and Georgia and those schools are. They've got to do what they used to do at Florida, which is every year get some stud defensive linemen. One true defensive line commit right now. If you look at their commitment list, it may fool you because a couple guys are listed at other positions, Amaris Williams being one. It says D-line. He's really an edge in the way Florida's recruited him. So don't be fooled by that. One true defensive line. So the need is there. 
DeAndre Robinson, they never stopped recruiting after he committed to Texas over Florida in a pretty close battle in the summer. And in fact, he told us all week, Jerry, it's Texas, it's Texas, it's Texas, but Florida's making it close. Florida's making it interesting. Uh, when that when, when that recruitment, what we thought ended when he committed to Texas, Florida didn't slow down. Florida quietly kept the foot on the gas. Yeah. All gas, no brakes, I guess is what they say in Gaines. Oh, wait, that's Austin. But, that's awesome. uh, no, but, uh, and so, you know, you hope for the best. You hope that proximity to home can maybe work in your favor. The fact that the kid likes Florida. And quite frankly, Florida's offense has not been great this year. But you know what has been pretty good in four games? The defense. And the defensive line looks good. And they're playing young guys. So those are things that would be appealing to a young man like DeAndre Robinson, who already liked your school your school being Florida in the first place. So it's giving him something to think about. He's very close with the defensive line coach, Sean Spencer, who, Jerry, I know you've met before. He uh, he had a, uh, got some good one-on-one -on -one time with Billy Naper on the field behind me Saturday night after the game against Charlotte. That, that was impressive to him. Now, after the game, this is what's interesting. After the game, he said he's coming back. He's coming back to the game. But then when I messaged him last night and he got back to me this morning, he said, I don't know whether I'm going back. So – Obviously, a lot of things in play here. Texas clearly has spoken to him about this trip. Uh, Florida is continuing to keep the foot on the gas. Texas offered Dimitri Nicholas, the Auburn commit out of Miami. So you got all these things going on. Wow. Um, I do like this kid personally. He's one of my favorite young guys in the class. He um, He's very personable. He's probably genuinely torn. And, and I get it. I mean, yeah, Texas is a program that's doing this right now. Everybody can see it. And Florida hopes that, you know, a year from now, they're saying the same thing about Florida. Uh, they're, in, they're in rebuild mode right now. One way to rebuild your team is from the inside out. Florida, again, a hell of a defensive line class last year, right? Yeah. Hell of a defensive line class. They'd love to back it up with guys like this, okay? They're still in it for another guy named LJ McRae, who's an on-three five-star from Daytona Beach, which is about 90 miles away from Gainesville. They may lead for him. He's going to have a decision probably late October. If they can land him, then – they can, they can breathe a little easier. But again, that would still only be two true defensive linemen. They would like to have three. Now, you could go in the portal again. They had some success there. But it's pretty clear they like DeAndre Robinson. Jerry, you know this. He's got a great piece of clay. Yes. Um, you know, I think some people have said, okay, is the focus there? Uh, but, you know, they also used to say that about a guy named Deron Payne, who was from Shades Valley in Birmingham and went to Alabama and was a first-team All-American, first-round draft pick. You know, if you have the piece of clay and the skill set, College coaches, I'm sure Bo Davis is like this, because I know Sean Spencer at Florida is the D-line coach. They believe they can – you give me the piece of clay, the skill set, I can light a fire under this guy, I can teach him everything, and, and we'll be okay. And that's what Florida sees in him. So I think there is some to, – to answer the big question, though, is just how does Florida feel? I think there is some cautious optimism here. They think they're very much in it with him, way more so, I think, than with Jared Gibson. Justin, you got something before we let Keith go get back to uh, covering Florida? Yeah. No, no, let, let Keith finish it up. I was just going to hit on a couple of the questions, but no, Keith. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Any goods this morning, man, or this evening. So I'm listening. I'm just listening and learning, brother. <laughs> hey, no, I, I tell you what, I, I am ready. I am ready. I only go on like one road trip a year because I'm not the, the beat guy. I just do recruiting. So I went to Utah this year because I love going out there. I am so pumped about going to Austin next year. So I hope, uh, yeah, I hope we get to meet a lot of your fans. And, and also, I want to say you guys are really setting the standard for college team site YouTube pages right now. And everything we're trying to do at Gators Online with regards to YouTube uh, is, is to follow your lead. So we we really love and respect what you guys are doing. And these two recruiting battles are, I mean, I, again, I think it's more of a battle with DeAndre Robinson, but if, 
if Jarrett Gibson shows up at Florida again, I mean, I, you know, he's been committed there once. I guess you have to, if you're Texas, I guess you at least have to pay attention to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The bigger yeah. concern would be with Robinson, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, right, Jared, hey, oh, one thing yeah. with Jarrett Gibson to also understand, and, and, and Keith nailed it, that relationship with Tashar Choice is legit. Yeah. That That's the reason he's committed to Texas. <laughs> that's it. Choice has a, has a ton of confidence in this thing. And Gibson is telling Choice before he goes to each one of these games, unlike DeAndre Robinson, who key. neglected to let the Texas coaches know he was tripping. Every time Jarek has gone somewhere, he has told Coach Choice before and afterwards. Well, and I'm looking up, I'm looking up something right now. I want to make sure I have this right here on my Wikipedia. Tashard Choice, where is he from? Thomasville, Georgia. Thomasville, yeah. Georgia. So he know, and he played at Georgia Tech. He recruited Gibson in ninth grade when he was so the he, running back coach at Georgia Tech. Yeah, he knows the lay of the land in the Southeast. He's not yes. just, uh, you know, and, and, and we, like, obviously he's coaching University of Texas. He knows what he's doing. But there is a uniqueness to, to recruiting in Texas, to recruiting in Atlanta, as opposed to South Georgia, North yes. Florida, Central Florida. There's eight different parts of Florida that every kid's a little different. And so, you know, he understands the dynamics in play here and understands the lay of the land in the Southeast. So I don't think he's going to, he's not a babe in the woods here. No, nah, he's he definitely it. not. He gets it. But I will point out Florida's running backs coach, Jabbar Jaluk. You know, it's a guy that's pretty experienced too and coached high school ball in New Orleans for many years. I think he was the head coach at Edna Carr, Jerry, when you and I went there years ago. Well, well here's the thing, Keith. And we'll be a guy we'll be talking about in the future next time we have you on. Will yeah. be Harlan Berry, 2025 running yeah. back out of New Orleans, which is an LSU, Florida, Texas battle. I, and, and that one will be interesting with Jabbar Jaluk being related to that's Harlan right. Berry. That's right. And whoa, that, whoa. He's related to Berry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I've, I'm actually texting with Harlan Berry as we're doing this show. Yeah, there he's Jabbar Jaluk is related to, to the well, father of Harlan Berry. And, and next year that tells me everything I need to know why Florida he is very complimentary of Florida Keith. Oh yeah. He's, he, he's got to be. He doesn't want his relative yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Florida, hey, I should point out Florida's already got one running back committed for next year. They only have one commitment for 2025 and it's a running back. It's a kid named Waltez Clark who's out of Tampa Plant High School the school that produced Aaron Murray, the great Georgia quarterback, Mike Williams, the great Southern Cal receiver. And uh, I love the, I, I love throwing out facts. Wade you guys Bob. are, come on, Wade you Bob. guys are Texas, you guys are Texans and probably some Houston Astro fans. That's Kyle Tucker's high school. Yeah. So anyway, so, but Florida's already, but point blank being Florida's already playing with house money at running back for next year. They've already got their main guy committed in the state of Florida. So now they can really go after a guy like Harlem Berry, you know what Jerry I mean? And put everything into it. So there you go. That's Keith Niebuhr of Gators Online. Follow him, head on over there. I'm on that message board sometimes having fun as well. So I like the Florida board. I like the LSU. We got to revoke his permissions. But yes, yes, yes. Go ahead and revoke that. All right, Keith, I'll see you the next time. Hey, I'm take care, Steve Justin. Today. Appreciate Thank you, you Keith. very much for joining yep. in. All right, that's like a Keith Niebuhr. Uh, look, uh, Keith is one of the real hardworking hustlers in this business. We've been friends for well over a decade. Um, we have a lot of fun when we go on the road together, going to schools and stuff. A lot of uh, a lot of stories and trips we've made together over the years. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, but Keith's a great, great human being, man. So thank thank you to Keith for joining us uh, today. He is the on three Florida guy. Yes. Um, so hey, look, we'll have him on. I'll be we'll be on his YouTube channel. Texas and Florida are going to battle on a lot of kids in the future. I mean, that's what this SEC move is all about. Texas is going to recruit Florida. 
Billy Napier, those guys want to recruit Texas more. I can tell you, they do want to get into Texas more. But here's the thing, too. They're going to be battling in Louisiana on guys, uh, Justin, because Jabbar Jalut, Corey Raymond, yeah. Billy Napier, Bo Davis, Brandon Harris, Terry Joseph. There's multiple guys on both these staffs with ties to Louisiana and the New Orleans area. We didn't even get in the Wardell map. Uh, we'll save that one for another time. Uh, so I, I do want I do want to add a couple of these little tidbits here. Drew Kelson just chimed in with you know he thinks he talks too slow. Hey Kelso, I'm the same. Keith is on some coffee. I need to get on. I'm, I'm on my second cup, and I, I'm telling you, man, Keith's been brewing it, and he brought it. I really do appreciate him coming on. That was a good job, Jerry, getting him and his perspective from the Florida group. One of the questions was with Jared Gibson. A guy asked if he's potentially looking around, and we really don't think he is, but. Gainesville is right there. Would they still talk to, to, to Taylor Tatum, the Longview tailback that's committed to Oklahoma? I want to answer that question. Deshar Choice called back in the spring. He called all of those top running back targets in 2024 and told them that the spots were full. He's got his two guys and that they would no longer be pursuing him. And Taylor Tatum was one of those. And the reason why was the funny part was they didn't actually have two running backs committed yet. But Deshar Choice was supremely confident that Christian Clark was going to jump in and that Jarrett Gibson were going to jump in. And that's kind of how he was with the last cycle. That's how he is with oh, this yeah. next cycle. He's, he's that same Barry, 25 right now. With Harlem Berry and Jordan Davis. And that's 1A and 1B. Those are the top two targets. And Deshar Choice is going to go big game hunting for those guys too. So just to answer your question, no, they don't really talk to Taylor Tatum anymore. He's solid to Oklahoma. I am going to stand on a box, though. I don't think Taylor Tatum ever sees a college football field. He was tremendous in baseball last year. He's always been a good prospect. He became a great prospect last summer, over the summer. There's a good chance he's going to get drafted between the fourth and seventh, eighth rounds. And so he, just to kind of cl close that one out, I think Taylor Tatum's futures in baseball. He'd be a great running back in high school. I mean, in, in college, we've seen what he's doing for Longview. But right now, I think his future is a, is a center fielder. I uh, actually had a coach in one of his playoff games uh, out of course to Canada tell me that's what Kirby Puckett looked like in high school. And so that's kind of where I think Taylor Tatum's don't be surprised. Nothing to, not to bust on the Sooners, but don't be surprised if Taylor Tatum's in a minor league uniform next summer. Hey, Justin, we're not really going to hit on this, but I just wanted to mention it because before we get to the visitor list, uh, Terry Bussey's committing on the 28th. It's going to be AM. We're Neither one of us are changing RPMs or anything like that. That's all we need to say on that. We'll move on. Uh, visitor list for this weekend, where we're at right now. We mentioned DeAndre Carter. Okay, this is a great lead into that. If Texas flips Carter as Texas done at OL for 24, they'd be done on the inside OL. Yeah. They'd be done at guard center. Uh, they love, obviously, Daniel Cruz. I actually put his three-game senior highlights on inside Texas so you can go – Watch him maul everybody uh, whenever this is over. Um, and then uh, Nate Kibble, they really like what they've seen from him as a senior. DeAndre Carter is a guy they've been on, they've stayed on. The only thing would be if they found another tackle or another tackle could be uh, become a reality for Texas. But they'd be like done. Like a Daniel Calhoun. No, nah, that's not happening. Um, that one ain't happening. <laughs> so, but, hey, they're on the uh, visitor list, 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Daniel Cruz, Parker Livingstone, a lot of the committed guys will be there. Trey Owens, right? Um, Those guys will be there. If they're not playing a game on Saturday, they'll be there. Jordan Johnson-Rebell may be there as well. I think IMG's taking on Bishop Gorman in Vegas. That's going to be tough. Originally, JJR and Gibson were supposed to be in Austin this weekend. Maybe more likely they're in Dallas next weekend. Yeah, Gibson's going to be at Texas OU. He he says he's going to be at Texas OU next weekend. I'd be shocked. If JJR is yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be shocked as well. So IMG has trouble getting opponents. They it looks like they're adding a game this week, so that could keep those guys from being in Austin this weekend. But they'll be there one of the next two weekends, either Austin or Dallas. Uh, Jackson Christian um, is a kid I want to hit on the offensive tackle that may be a guard starting his career out of Port Natchez Groves. Uh, he's a kid that Texas loved at camp. They liked him on sophomore video. Uh, plays for Coach Joseph down there who is the son of Gary Joseph Katie's right. coach but he was uh, at state championship last year that's all at the state year one, last year year one went all the way state Jackson Christian's a kid that likes Texas Texas really likes him uh, I think he's trending uh, pretty heavily to Texas right now in the 2025 class on the offensive line and along with I want to mention another name who was at Wyoming because I don't think I'm giving this kid enough attention now I want Texas fans to get to know him it's a kid named John Mills out of the San Francisco area, 2025 offensive guard. Um, that is a real recruitment for Texas. Texas really likes him. He was at the June camp. He came back for the Wyoming game. Family obviously likes traveling to Texas, likes traveling to Austin. So that's another kid, John Mills. John Mills, Jackson Christian, high up on the board on the interior of the offensive line. Um, if somebody's asking anything with Michael Uini, not nothing, no. not, we're not expecting anything on that. Um, Justin, but hey, they, they asked about Justin somebody Lewis. else, and I was gonna, I was wondering if you're gonna mention his name or not because we got some nuggets yesterday. Are we gonna, are we gonna wait and get some more confirmation, or are you just holding no. on to that one? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait. All right. on that visitors list. That just means they gotta keep click, they gotta keep coming because that that could be some good news. Uh, what, what, who else is on that visitors list right now? Um, we, like you said, there's a handful of the commitments, uh, and we got a couple, a couple of kids that are maybes. Um, I think DeAndre Carter is going to be your biggest name. I mean, that's the guy that, that that's the one that that's really holding the most water. But you got guys that could potentially be there. A Jonah Williams, linebacker out of Galveston Ball, could is a maybe. You've got um, Bear Tinney, tight end out of a uh, Lucas Lovejoy. There's a maybe. Uh, Texas is trying to get some guys in for this weekend, and I think you and I had written this. They, I think they had kind of pinpointed this weekend uh, during the summertime. It's like, hey, let's see if we can get enough, a, a lot of these guys in for that game. It's right before Texas OU, 
And I think they were expecting Kansas to be pretty good, like we all were. Uh, and so that, it, it, it's still growing. Jerry and I put out a brand new list this morning, added a few new names. Jerry even added Devin Harper. He's a yeah. kid out of Shreveport that I'm a fan of. Offensive tackle out of Captain Shreve. Um, you know, I used to I used to live and work around there. I love Shreveport. I love I love all all parts of that place. And and they've got some good they've got some athletes in, in that little area there. He's a guy that Jerry had mentioned this morning in the Intel piece. And so the list is growing. Well, it'll be a lot sexier in 48 hours than it is right now. But listen, Texas has some momentum, and I wouldn't be surprised to see some surprise 2025s in the Yeah, office. no doubt, no doubt, because they've been playing 2024 for this weekend. But the more they've won, the more kids have wanted to tap in that coming into a games in Austin, like happened at the Wyoming game. Uh, Daniel Kinnaman, Class 18 recruits today. The class adds four to six more recruits. What position do we see filling the final spots? Um I would say um, uh, right now, another edge prospect, another offensive line, uh, another offensive lineman, corner for sure. Corner for sure, maybe two corner. Definitely one. Or a versatile DB that could play corner safety. Yeah. Uh, And and obviously wide receiver. So I think that kind of covers what's left out there for Texas. They would take two. They would take two. If if it's the right two at receiver, they would take two more. But I think it's going to be three and a portal kid. Yeah, exactly. I I think it'll lead. But but there's one kid out out of California that if he decided to flip from the Ducks, they'd take him. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens there. I, I lean to them kind of taking one uh, and then going into the portal for that other player. Somebody's talking about Independence Bowl there. That's kind of funny. Hey, um, I love I've been I love the Independence hey. Bowl. I have I've been to that stadium a dozen times. They sell four thirty two ounce souvenir cup cold beer five bucks. Yeah, you walk out with a stack of cups in a good time. Um, here's Sark after dark. Ohio State AD Gene Smith claims recruits are asking for 5K to visit campuses in the NIL area. Um, it's I'm. I, it's, I'll just say this isn't new for to NIL. Yeah, I mean, that's this is actually not, this old. Is not anything new. Um, no, no. I, I, uh, I, I don't know what to say other than no on the Texas end, but this isn't anything new in recruiting. I, I don't even know why it's being brought up by the Ohio State AD right now. Do I mean, you remember the malcontent running back a few years ago? That was one of the big ones. Just, that was part of his recruitment. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what to say to the Ohio State AD. This is not anything new in recruiting. Um, have you, you watched his own games? Program. Uh, Janu- hey, Alex January looks tremendous this year. Um, he has looked, and this was expected because he played baseball spring of his sophomore year. And I don't want to say wasted a year of development, a spring of development in the weight room. I don't say it's wasted. He was doing what he wanted to do. But for his football development, now he's kind of got that sped up. Uh, Not playing baseball spring of his junior year. He was in the weight room. It's like when Mike January's father on, he said, I see more back and neck muscles now on Alex, which is uh, so true. But Alex is playing. uh, He's playing with a purpose this year. He's coming off the ball quicker. Uh, obviously stronger being in the offseason program at Duncanville, not uh, swinging that baseball bat, but being in the uh, offseason program, going through spring football. Uh, so Alex having a really good year. Obviously, DeCorian Moore's a stud. I mean, and here's the thing. Here's the thing with DeCorian Moore. He's going to put up huge numbers because Keelan Russell, a great commitment for SMU, by the way, in 25. He can spin it, Jerry. 
He makes samples want to throw the ball. He's easily the best quarterback I've ever seen at Duncanville throwing the football. So, I mean, that that oh, puts okay. him on the football. I that, thought you meant quarterback put, in general. Well, I think he is in general, too. No, Jaquindon Jackson. Yeah, yeah, this, Come he's on, better. Jerry. Yeah, Jaquindon yeah. Jackson smelled the end zone. That's one of the best athletes I've ever seen on a high school football field. Ke- Ke- you Ke- better Ke- give some love better. to JQJ. Uh, he's number two, but okay. Keelan's number one. Because That's fair. Guy, he throws the ball at an extremely high level. At least you didn't uh, say Brian Boddicker. I think uh, I, I think uh, I think colleges of a uh, lost colleges a miss on Keelan Russell. I think he's big time guy. I mean, he had offers. He could have committed to TCU or some other places, uh, which is interesting that he stayed home to go to SMU. But DeCorian Moore's got somebody that can legitimately uh, get him the football. He'll put up big numbers. Best aspect. Don't, of real quick, don't forget about Alex January development. He hasn't turned seventeen yet. It's mm-hmm. a young kid. He's very young for his class. So there, yeah. he's there, there's some Amobi. Uh, was it Amobi Akoye back in the day for Louisville? Uh, first round pick for the Texans. He's young. He's young. Uh, by the way, Josh Lair committed to Washington. A little question there before I get to E. Great get. Yeah, I, I like him. Um, Jermichael Finley. Some we've been asked about that tight end prospect long term. He was at the Wyoming game. Yeah. Jermichael was there on the field before the Wyoming game. His son was there. Obviously, Jaden is a very good athlete. They have a younger son coming up. I believe he's an eighth grader this year. It's a hellacious baseball player, by the way. Uh, best aspect of re- recruiting from Sarkeesian staff. Justin and I may have different answers on this. Justin, I'll let you go first and see if we have the same answer. I like that they don't change from their from they set a plan. They set a foundation for each class, and they don't dip, they don't change from it. Now they do add senior evals. You have your Jelani McDonalds. You have your Warren Robersons, guys that that, that pop up that that you feel you feel like, hey, these are takes. You got to have these guys in the program. But these guys are consistent with their message, but they're really consistent with their board. Sark, they're so confident right now. They're not going to take a kid just to take one. You're only going to take them if you love Texas. There are recruits that want to commit to Texas, Jerry, with offers. But if you don't love Texas, Sark is not going to take you right now. And they have been like that after a 5-7 and seven season. Can you imagine how it's going to look 4-0, top three, you know, number three team in the country right now? So that's, that's the aspect I like the most. I think they stick to a plan. They stick to a message. And I think that the consistency – really resonates with high school coaches, with players, and their parents. Yeah, so Justin and I did have the same answer. It, it, ah. uh, no, that's good. This is why I love what Sark and these guys are doing in recruiting um, because they're taking full advantage of being a blue blood in the portal day and age. There is no reason to move off your A-list of targets if you're a blue blood school right now. And that doesn't count a senior eval guy like a Warren Roberson or Jelani McDonald. There's always going to be a couple of guys, but – if you swing and miss early, you don't move down the list to the B list. I, I love that about Sark's approach because in the portal day and age, you have a huge built-in advantage as a blue blood. If you miss on a wide receiver, you can go get A.D. Mitchell out of the portal and maybe better immediately anyway. Yeah. Right? You can miss on a prospect. I mean, look, so Texas fans last year, Texas only got Sadir Mitchell. Okay, well, they went and got Trill Carter, who's going to be at Texas two years. And he hadn't even been healthy yet, but – Saturday night, he showed a little bit of what Minnesota fans are missing from him right now. So they went out and got somebody better than they could get at the high school ranks. Um, so I love that Texas, uh, sticking to the plan, recruiting through the whistle, whatever we want to call it, 
they're not moving off their A-list of targets because they understand where they're at in the food chain and recruiting. They're at the top. And to maximize your ability at the top of the food chain in recruiting, you don't move off your A-list of targets. You use the portal uh, to get well at a couple of positions or fill needs or just become a better team. So I love what they're doing. I want to take a second again for Goosehead Insurance. Uh, Chase Yarbrough, thank you very much for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Uh, There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from. But Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough.goosehead.com or call him at 325-261-7127. Our own coffee and football in the morning, Blake Monroe, uh, it, it works with Goosehead Insurance and has great things to say about Goosehead Insurance. Thank you, Goosehead Insurance, uh, for being the sole provider of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, let's um, let, let's talk about. Okay, there's some some significant buzz or buzz about significant flips coming soon. Any insight? Well, I'll tell you what starts all, a lot of this is Hayes Fawcett uh, on three put out uh, decommit season, which is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Josh Newberg said on On3 Live yesterday that uh, respect my decision doesn't start until mid-October, which is true. Uh, so that's that's the uh, mid-October is when a lot of these bounces or these decommitments are going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so Seiko de Mayor, um, there's some buzz about some significant flips coming soon. Any insight? I'm going to go back to what Justin said because we're on the same page on this. Um there may be kids right now that would want to flip to Texas, but Sark isn't after emotional flip recruitments. That's not what Sark and this staff are after. They want guys that actually want to be at Texas for the right reasons. They don't, and I don't want to say bandwagon jumpers, but that's not what they're after right now. That's not how they built this roster and this locker room and this team that you watch now on Saturday. So, are there a couple, three guys that might would jump on right now? Sure. Um, but this is a very patient staff, Justin. These are going to play out a while. There's This is not going to be, oh, you're winning, my team's not. So I'm, I want to flip back to, I want to flip to you. That's not the way this is going to work. These are going to be recruitments that play out a little while. And Sark and this staff, position coaches, area recruiters, what have you, they're going to make sure this is, again, ends up being the right fit for Texas and a kid would be coming to them for the right reasons. Um, yeah, you, you got it. I'm going to take this one. What's the situation with Parker and his injury? Roy, um, to, 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 just, just to, uh, to make it clear, I, I know Jerry and I get a lot of these questions on, on these live streams and on our OTF shows. Um, I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable releasing injury information for high school kids. Uh, there's hip laws, they're minors, but, but most importantly, they trust me with the information. And if they ask me not to say anything, I don't. And so I, I don't want to mislead anybody. All I can say about Parker Livingstone is that he, it's an undisclosed injury and he will be unavailable this week. Yeah, and that's Parker Livingstone, by the way. That's what people are yeah. talking about. Hey, um, here's one. Was Anthony Hill a um, – that's, that's what I was going to, emotional flip. See, this is what I'm talking about. It took a while to play out, even though yeah. he backed off his A&M commitment. That wasn't an immediate flip and go to Texas. That, that was a was, business decision. That was a business decision. 
Um, but that thing still took a little while to play out. That wasn't just a decommitment flip wow. same day. These things are going to take time to play out. Uh, but that's a great question, though. Um, somebody put out that Devin Sanchez today says top three Ohio State, Bama, and AM. Well, just it's too I, early. I, it's too, too it's, early. It's early. Let those things play out a little bit. Um, so we'll see on that. Okay. Besides Wingo Black Williams, who is Texas recruiting the hardest? Obviously, Travis Earls. He means. Ryan Wingo, Kobe Black, Solomon Williams, who I saw at Carrollwood Day last week. I, I actually think Texas um, is in a pretty decent spot for Solomon Williams. We'll see if he comes in this weekend or not. I've not heard on that for sure yet. I think he would like to, but only if his mom can make the trip with him. His grandmother's been in the hospital. So we'll see on that when that visit happens. Um, look, I mean, after that, uh, Texas would love – I mean, Texas would love it if Wardell Mack eventually jumped in, Right. Um, hey, before Texas, that big win in the swamp, yeah, I there were some Texas, whispers. Texas, uh, Texas is still talking to Corey and Gibson. These recruitments, oh, yeah. have, these recruitments have to play out a while. DeAndre Carter, look, I, I got to tell you, I think Texas values DeAndre Carter more than uh, the recruiting industry does. Um, you don't stay on a guy that committed like they have that committed to Auburn that recently if they don't if they're not very high on him. And here's the other piece of that: he's at modern day. And Sark wants to have a strong footprint in Southern California. He got DeAndre Moore out of Bosco last year. He has Brandon Baker now from modern day. DeAndre Carter, very good guard prospect, fits their scheme of large human, what they're looking for. That would be uh, one that Texas would definitely welcome. Uh, then you have the 25s at modern day. So just keep that in mind with DeAndre Carter. They love his talent as a guard. Um, they also love the school he's at, and they love those connections. They have years and years there. Uh, the, the interesting thing with DeAndre Carter to watch when it comes down to the uh, comes down to the wire on this is, does he see a path to an er, path to the field earlier at Auburn, who's behind Texas a couple of years as a program? Does he see the path earlier to the field? I think Texas may have to overcome that. We'll see. Uh, Gary Smallwood, good question. Difference making tight ends are not just available every year. Bowers, Sanders are rare talents. I think the Washington kid is going to surprise Wander Value. Jordan Washington, Langham Creek. I agree. As a downfield pass catcher, athlete, former basketball player, those guys that can chase rebounds, that have bounce off the floor, uh, that get serious about football, they end up being really good downfield targets. Jordan Washington put on 18 pounds from end of spring to senior season. He's got the ball skills. He's got the vertical pop off the ground. Uh, you know, and the good thing about him at Langham Creek, Todd Thompson's a really good offensive um, a line coach. I'm sorry, offensive co- coach there at Langham Creek. The head coach is he asks Jordan Washington to be a tight end. He asks him to block. He doesn't just line him out wide, just run go routes and things like that. He actually asks him and requires of him to be a tight end. They use him in motion. They use him in H back. They use him as a hand in the dirt tied in at times. So Jordan Washington's learning how to play the position under Todd Thompson at Langham Creek. His learning curve might won't be quite as steep as some others that maybe just played wide receiver at the high school level. Now you got to move him in and get him adjusted to playing tight end. I like Jordan uh, Washington's upside quite a bit. Uh, and I, like, I like the 2025 crop of tight ends a lot better in Texas next year. Bear Tenney, the move in from Arizona at Lucas Lovejoy. Jack Van Dorsliar, the South Lake Carroll, big swimmer that Texas is big on. We're actually going to have something on him in the next few days at Inside Texas. So I think the, the tight end to, 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 to pick from are a little better in 2025. 
Yeah, and then Keati Armstrong at Jasper's, another guy that you know. Oh, Texas he is a raw freak. Yeah, there's some good. There's some good ones. Uh, do y'all think Wingo goes to December? No, I think I think he's opening his Christmas gifts before December. No, I'll say that. Uh, not I, going I to December. I, I don't think that's happening. Um, somebody keeps asking about Aiden Breeland out of Modern Day. Oh, uh, I Texas was answering Travis. Yes, Travis. Te- yeah, there is for sure. Texas just has Texas and Aiden Breeland have never really. Uh, be, become a uh, a fixture there in recruiting, but uh, you know, if some Sam says if somehow Texas gets Aiden Breland, they're Dom, not really pushing for Dom. Yeah, I I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Thunder Pop, a recruit flipping is one thing, but a program, uh, but can a program change mind their mind on a recruit under what circumstances? Uh, yeah, I, I think it happens. Good question. I think it's a great question. I think it happens all the time. Look, I mean. These relationships they develop over time. Um, there's expectations that come with that, so you, you never know what can happen there. I mean, you know, and I think that can happen positively. I think it can happen negatively. I mean, look, when Texas went, for instance, when Texas went to watch Jamel Johnson last year, Arlington Seguin, and they they walked away liking Warren Roberson. That's something. Texas have been recruiting him, Justin, but they didn't really have a relationship built with him. You're right. These things take time to play. He was going to commit to TCU, like, yeah. quickly. Yeah. Is this a fit? Get to know the kid. Get to know his family. Is this really a fit? Because Sark, the things he's building right now and has built at Texas, you don't just make emotional decisions on the coaching staff end either on a kid. You may love him on tape, but that's not a reason to just go out for him and get him committed, right? Yeah. You may offer a kid like Texas offered the 24 defensive lineman on Miami New Orleans yesterday, but after that comes the relationship building process. If they get really serious about bringing him into campus so he, him and his family could be around Sarkeesian and the staff, I'm sure on the off week, Texas, Bo Davis will probably go down there to Miami to take a look at him after the OU game. That's the off week. But these, these relationships are built over time, even – in this short hundred day window, if Texas finds a guy they really like, that's a senior, they're not going to rush anything with him. This, this recruitments are going to play out a while. Uh, somebody, a homegrown cowboy. haven't heard anything from Larry, Josh Lair. Sorry if I already talked about, it. he committed to Washington yesterday. Uh, Texas just didn't make a push there at the end. Um, I like Josh Lair. Good player. I will say this, the, uh, this 26 safety at Isaiah Williams at Fort Bend Marshall is one of the best 26 I've seen. He has to be, Jerry. You have mentioned him in our last four consecutive recruiting yeah. breakdowns. If yeah. he doesn't have a five star with on three, we got to call somebody. Yeah. I mean, look, when I walked out to see, watch him, I was there in the summer. Then I watched him a little bit, I guess, game two for them. And what I said to Josh McCushion of the uh, on three OU site, who was there as well, said, you know, that's what Georgia and Alabama has been playing with for the last decade. I mean, that's the best way I can describe yeah. Isaiah Williams, his frame, the way he moves. Um, he's almost 200 pounds this as a sophomore in high school, but he's got length. His elbows are at his hips. Boy, that and he's just has natural burst. That's the way guys are supposed to look at that age. And he'll be a 210 pound safety. He'll be a big time guy. Um, so <laughs> Sam saying Kobe Black, Black is going to be a buzzer beater commit. Eh, I, I don't know. I don't see that one going to December any either. Daniel Kinnaman, good question. He's an early enrollee. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. So right. uh, so's Ryan Wingo. Yeah, that's by the way. why they're not going to December. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Kinnaman, good question here. 
we got about five more minutes left. Okay. What are the strengths and weaknesses of the 25 class in Texas? I think we'll agree on this. I'll start. D tackles deeper. Thankfully. Deeper class in Texas. That doesn't mean Texas is just going to take three D tackles in the state. Right. They may not get they may not get these guys, all these guys. I mean, there's competition for these players. Uh, it's a deeper year of D tackle in the state. I like, I like the O lineman. Very I good. I like the Susie. I like Lamont Rogers. I like the O lineman this year too. Very good tackles group in the in the state of Texas. I think Jackson Christian's a guard. Texas really likes. I think yeah. they like John Mills kid in San Francisco as a guard. Really good class of offensive linemen. I think wide receivers good every year. I mean, in Texas, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be good every year in Texas. I think corner is actually going to start showing up in these junior evaluations. Wait till Kobe Sellers' stock starts to rise. That Caleb is Chester. Yeah, Caleb Chester at Marshall. There's a lot of guys who have upside at that position. Um, I think it's what's interesting about 25 is it's been a Dallas-dominated state for the last few classes. Houston is probably a little ahead of Dallas in 25. Shadow Creek's loaded. Loaded. Uh, Anthony Williams is a dude. Ja'Cory Watson. They have a lot lot of guys. Um, Atascacita. Yeah, Atascacita. I mean, there's there's some schools in Houston – that are have some and there's some depth in Houston in 25. So yeah. that this may be the class that you know Jonah Williams at ball. I mean, there's some guys that you can start naming off. Okay, that may put Houston a little ahead of Dallas in this 25 class. We'll see if that's a two or three year trend. Uh, but Houston area is going to be important for Texas in 2025. Um, so we got a couple of minutes uh, remaining here. This is the recruiting breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton. That is Justin Wells. If you missed it earlier, you'll be able to find the. Uh, this on on Texas football, we had Keith Niebuhr from Gators Online from the Florida perspective on Jarrett Gibson and DeAndre Robinson. Again, thank you to Chase Yarber of Goosehead Insurance. Um, yeah, Casey Lane, uh, yeah, I need to answer this. I may have missed it, but can you talk about the latest offer uh, at defensive tackle? Yeah, it's Dimitri Nicholas. Uh, he's out of Miami, New Orleans, 6'3", 295-pound, real point-of-attack player, committed to Auburn. He committed to Auburn over uh, Miami, Pittsburgh, and Florida. Um, I think Pittsburgh, Miami made really legitimate runs at him. He's a guy who was really good last year as a junior, moved schools this year to New Orleans as a senior. Um, His defensive line coach is uh, none other than Shamar Stewart at Texas A&M's, I think, stepfather. Um, But I I don't think Texas A&M is involved there. Uh, But, look, he's a guy that Texas likes on senior film. There will be a couple of guys like this that Texas will like as a D-line on senior yeah. film. He doesn't have anything to do with DeAndre Robinson to make this to make this a point. That's not what this is. This is Texas continuing to evaluate that position. Kind of like Texas went out and evaluated Warren Roberson, Jelani McDonald as seniors. This is a kid who's really popped on senior film for Texas. Uh, they're looking for that size and that strength over the ball. They headed into the SEC. They love Alex January. They really like what DeAndre Robinson could provide there. Uh, but they're looking for another guy. That has that size. Melvin Hills is more. Melvin Hills has had a great senior year. Jerry. Melvin Hills having a tremendous senior. He's more of that 6'3", 270 pound, will be three hundred pound guy. One yeah. day he's on a bit, little bit more of a trajectory. He's a five tech, four eye type of guy. For he called ball of clay. Yeah, and they can build him out. Uh, but oh. so on the ball, that presence on the ball, that strength playing at the point of attack. That's what they like about Demetrius. Uh, Dimitri Nicholas. We'll see if he actually ends up making an official visit. Uh, we're pretty early. Um, uh, we're pretty early in this process. DJ at 1 p.m. I think the info on AM commit sniffing around Austin is going to be 
little to none. Um, you, you know, <laughs> I think I know what he's getting at. We'll see. Now, look, Ty, Texas isn't backing off of Ty Anthony Smith, the linebacker at Jasper. They're no, no. It, they're, they're, they're very judicious at linebacker. It would have to be two or three particular guys. It'd have yeah. to be a Justin Williams or a Ty Anthony Smith, or they're just going to go, oh, for – did you, you – okay. Yeah, just those two. <laughs> just those two. Um, all right, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, again, this has been the uh, Longhorn live stream, the recruiting breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton. And that's Justin Wells. Right now, we want to take him a second for Inside Texas. Right now, we have a promo code OTFIT23. $1 for two months. Must select only monthly offer. So if you're on this live stream and you haven't been to Inside Texas, you need to be. Um, if you're if you're subscribing on Texas football, go to Inside Texas, promo code OTFIT23. 315 articles last month on Texas football, recruiting, basketball, what have you. Uh, message board is popping, fastest growing Texas online community uh, going right now inside Texas. Get on over there. Justin Wells, myself, Eric Nolan, Bobby Burton, Ian Boyd, uh, Paul Wadlington, uh, the whole, all, everybody, Joe Cook, great job uh, with the team. Uh, so that is going to be it for today's recruiting breakdown. Justin, any parting shot, parting thought? Rubble, have anything to say on the way out the door? Rubble, you got anything to say? They say E. Kim wanted a shot. It's like you got the dog in you. No, no. <laughs> Rubble doesn't have that dog in him right now. He just he's just chilling out. But but he does appreciate all the all the comments. I'll yeah. He and, and by the way, we think we'll go ahead and do this Longhorn live stream for the recruiting breakdown live next week as well because we expect this Texas Oklahoma to be popping. Cheers. So for Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. Man. Justin, we'll get to it next week. You've been listening to the recruiting breakdown. We'll talk to you next week.